600 minutes. 649,000. <laughs> 600 men. Tyler. What are we talking about? You today? read a lot of books. You read a lot of books. I read a decent amount, but not like crazy. Tyler, I got what's, a book what, talk. You, hey, but how many, what speed do you listen to books at? Most of the two times speed. Two times speed. Yeah, it's not that I best. have gotten into your car while you have an audiobook playing, and it sounds like, and you understand all of it. It makes me focus because if it goes too slow, I'm like waiting. Okay, come on. You focus with your eyes. <laughs> I don't know. If you right, thanks, that. guys, for hey, this guys, is the last episode so of this. We're done okay, here. This is this is uh, these are our top picks for books that you should read. Our, our favorite books we read last year was the original title. Yeah, it was. But and books you should it, read. We put it off till March, though, so it's hard yeah, to say. We're too far into it. Now. This is I think we read in the past fifteen months minus three. Yeah, but is it true what they say about readers? Yeah, readers are leaders. Yeah, no takers are history makers. No takers are right. Toots Magoots. <laughs> Ride boats. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Tyler and Neil Explain Everything podcast. Now officially your fourth favorite podcast. Hit the subscribe button and make sure you go to patreon.com slash explain everything to get exclusive episodes. Looks like we made it. In, in this episode where we are talking about something very educational, we wanted to make sure we dumbed that down at the beginning and do our own sound effects. So ah, Bazooka. You never love me, my Yeet skirt. That's so good. <laughs> Have you seen that TikTok where they're like, hey, what if this is your, like you just got out of a time machine and this is the very first thing that somebody introduced you with is this, uh, is this video. <laughs> Yeet oh, skirt. Amazing. Skirt. Yeet. So good. All right. So Tyler and I, uh, we are, I would say we're uh, avid readers, voracious readers. No, that's velociraptors. That's different. (laughs) You got me. You got me. Pratt Attack. (laughs) Velocirators. Dallas, Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard. Dallas Cowboys Howard. All right. So we are, we're going to talk about this. We were uh, originally, we're going to use some words. It's his last podcast. We're recording in a row. (laughs) So we have this. Neil, don't give away trade secrets. We have this thing. Like when we get to a certain number of our podcasts that we do, we, we start to trail off after a little bit and it just becomes a lot of bits. Do you remember we did that Welcome one? Welcome to bit? Little Bits. <laughs> this is what I'm It was just a setup for this. Okay. So I don't know how many how many books would you say you read a month? Do you have a goal? No, I just read and move through. Would you say that you're more than two a month? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would yeah. say that. Yeah. Would you say you're more than how three many do you a, read month? a month? What is this game? What are you doing? I wanted to is it at a four a month? Is four it at a, a five a month? It's a, no, it's about four a month. Yeah. Four I, to four to five a month is my average. If I could get four, it's a great month for me, yeah. but I'm usually around three. Yeah. Summer realistically. I read, summer I read a lot more because I'm like traveling to speak and stuff. So it's like I get to listen a you lot. Like long. sit outside on a blanket and read? And speak to like strangers in the street. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, do you know? I have a megaphone. I was like, do you know the Lord? <laughs> Is that speaking to strangers? Yeah. Oh, man. With sc- with, with, <laughs> it's speaking to strangers with scones. It's a Jerry Seinfeld show. It's actors, actors eating avocados and avalanches. Yeah. Okay. Speaking to strangers on scones. So what we did is we decided, we, what if we could narrow this down to... How many books did you read last year? Well, at three a month. So I you read 36. Read, yeah. 
So yeah, is that e- your goal? You do short-term goals. No. So my oh, goal, my goal sorry. was more than that. Said no. My goal was more than that. But last year was a little bit dicey, crazy yeah. for me. Yeah, you had a lot. So there were a few months in the beginning of the year where I didn't because I was tanning most of that time. Yeah. Well, you're a big, you're a big tanner. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Tanner is what they call me. Big Tanner. Uh, so, uh, Margaret and I were in the tanning bed uh, so with the. Uh, this is John uh, Maxwell. Sorry, we, yeah, we have to tell you our guest today for the books thing is John Maxwell. He writes more books than we read. Four hundred and fifty uses yeah. for avocado oil. So hot. Rubbing it liberally bed. all over oh, my knees. Uh, okay, pass. <laughs> so, so you read about thirty-six last year. Is that your number, or did you count them? Yeah. Uh, the, Do you count? So in all seriousness, if I can read 50 a year, that's my goal. Okay. But the problem is there are some that I have to read slowly. So I will try and do audiobook for some things. Uh, every one of my fiction books is going to be an audiobook. Okay. I'm Why? Not sit- is it because they take you there? Yes. Okay. But, uh, I Go, can, Jim Dale. I can- <laughs> I can listen to it and be very, uh, like I could be walking or I could be doing something else or, or yard work or whatever. And I, it, it does, it genuinely takes me in, in driving somewhere. Um, but then there are a lot, I would say a lot of the nonfiction books are a uh, paper or Kindle. Okay. Or Nook. So what do you do like at night? You just like read and you like sit in your bed and read? Um, I can't. Is that you, or, I know you or I'll get up, or I'll get up early. Do a lot. Okay, I'll, so you do if early. I get up early, yeah. I'm just curious because, like, you don't know, like in the middle of the day. I'm gonna break and I don't have out. like a, I don't have like a big lunch break or anything like that. So if I will read at any chance I get. Okay, I'm reading right now. My lines off the teleprompter. I'm reading your mind. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm like that how many, how many do you read? Uh, last year I read. The previous year I read like thirty something, and then like twenty was at twenty. And then I was on track. My goal was 50, but then, you know, the pandemic hit and a lot of my, I got, it was a lot to go on because I know how to use the internet. So everybody that don't know how to use the internet, which is everybody, <laughs> asked me how to use the internet. Yeah, I got a thousand free hours. So, What's this Facebook thing everybody's talking about? And so, <laughs> anyways, so then last year I shot for a goal and I hit exactly 50 books. So, no way. Yeah. Which, In 2021. Which I was really proud of until I accidentally stumbled upon like, book talk on tiktok oh, one of theirs gosh. those people like 150 books a year is yeah. like low mm-hmm. for that group and yeah. i'm like are you reading just like a bunch of children's books like how are you getting through these <laughs> you know you Jeez. have those reading those like scholastic uh goals at the end yeah, in the book summer fair. book fair yeah i'll like- take a pencil a picture of michael <laughs> jordan and that book of calvin and hobbs that was me every book fair oh, that's amazing so yeah i read 50 books last year and i was really excited and I read, I read pretty much about the same time. Like I do every now and then I'll do a fiction if I've done a bunch of like leadership, but most of the time <clears throat> my three are leadership, then like a communication book. And then I read stuff on like, I don't know what you call it, race relations, social justice, stuff like that. Yeah. Hear perspectives of black people and their experiences, mm-hmm. how I can help and be an advocate. hundred percent. And so those are my three main topics. And then every now and then I'll throw in like a, a fiction book just because I need a break from trying to make myself better, Neil. I know. I know. I feel like I'm regressing as a person. I don't think I'm getting any better anymore. <laughs> I think I'm like, I was like, oh, I'm getting so much better now. I feel like I'm just a worse person. No, like, than I was. no. I think I'm broke. I'm a broken man, yeah. Neil. <laughs> Welcome to. Oh, well, we got music. This is everything you need to know. No, I was hoping that I would do that when you said, I'm a broken man. This is everything you need to know. I'm sorry. I didn't let you. I didn't give you. I wish you had more time. (laughs) We paid a lot of money. Brian, we gave him basically everything we've ever earned to get this sound. So we got to play that more. 
We're still in the hole. In Even fact, from Patreon, yeah. we're still in the hole. <laughs> oh, we are. Uh, so we what we're going to do is we're going to break this down into three books. Uh, book number one, two, and three. I'm going to cheat on one of those a little bit, but that's uh, it's okay because uh, it's all right. Because I make the rules. So I, I can do whatever do. I want. My, uh, the rules don't matter. So uh, we'll go back and forth. Tyler will do one. I'll do one and back and forth. Uh, these are in the last year, in the last 12 months, not saying in 2021, but in the last 12 months, these are some of our best recommended reads. Um, also, can we say this going into it, that the Libby app, Oh my gosh, start on your phone. Start with this. The Libby app is a, uh, it's like a, what would it be? It's a portal. It's a connection to your local library. So you can read any book from your library. As long as they have it, you put your library card in it, and then you can just reserve those books there. You'll manage that hold when it comes available. You hit yes, and they give you 14 days to read it or to listen to it. So there are audio books and there are actual books that you could read in the app or on Amazon Kindle. That's so good. Tip your waiters and waitresses. Yep. Okay. So get the Libby app. L-I-B-B-Y. Yeah, it's like Audible, but free. It is. Yes. And it's uh, the only, so like I'm waiting for a book to come uh, in the, in the Libby app right now. And it's going to take forever. And it's really bothering me. So Tyler, do you want to go with number one? I would rather you. Okay. I can do that. Uh, <laughs> book number one, I am finishing it right now. And this book is, it is, it actually says a lot of things that Tyler has tried to teach me over time, but has really confirmed a lot of the things that Tyler has. Sure, Neil. That Tyler is okay, Neil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's called Show Your Work. It's by Austin Cleon. He also wrote another book that I read a couple of years Steal ago. Steal like an artist. Steal like I an said artist. It first, so that means I read it first. It is. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's how that works, Neil. Let's <laughs> do this. So this guy actually started off as a, an artist uh, before he became a writer. He got his start doing it's something called redacted poetry. What he does is he takes a newspaper from the Wall Street Journal or from something like that, and he actually blacks out and redacts all the parts from the newspaper and then ends up leaving you with words that become a poem or a haiku or something like that or an essay. And it's, it's pretty cool. He'll either scribble them out by hand or he'll actually like draw a marker across them, all of them. So he's, he's, at, he's done TED Talks. He's done South by Southwest. He's been in uh, um, the Wall Street Journal. And uh, uh, he, what he does is he encourages you how to tell good stories, to think about the process and not the product. This is one of the ones that really helped me. Uh, we're doing we're doing a, a series right now. We're we're kind of putting together a studio. It's like a broom closet, but just trying to make a place where we can record videos. And instead of waiting until it's done to actually post, uh, start posting videos and uh, and podcasts and things like that in it, we have taken people along. Every I mean, putting the lights together. Here's what the carpet's going to look like. Here's what this is. We're going to screw this light bulb in here. Let's do this. Taking people along the way, they genuinely are interested in the way this process has gone. We've done a couple of devotional videos in there. And then the other thing that he teaches is how to sell out by teaching what you know. A lot of us want to think that we, until we've learned everything, we can't actually teach it. No, just teach what you know and what you have learned already, not what you hope to learn. He, he's, he's, it's a, it's an easy read. It's very inspiring. I would say if you are a, an artist or a creator or writer or anything, if, even if, if you're just a, you're a construction worker, it doesn't really matter. Some of the best TikToks and things like that, that are out there just showing the process of how they make something. I just, I love this book. That's so good. Yeah. And it's like, you learn because you're watching them learn. And so yes. that's one of the things as like somebody who's taught school, 
I learned more when I was teaching and then not only me understanding it and saying it, but understanding how other people went through the process of learning it and the mistakes they made. And then yeah. I could learn it from all these different angles that I never would have thought about had I just gotten the right answer. So I have to like see someone else get the wrong answer and then understand how they got to that wrong answer. Yeah. And it's almost like you get to watch people do that behind the scenes. So I love that. I've read that book. It's awesome. And plus it's a cool looking book. It's like easy. Yep. It's such a cool looking book. So, all right. My the, first. The, can I say this? Yeah. About, it's um, your podcast. So Peter Jackson it is not true. It is a Tyler and Neil explain everything. Yeah. So you go first. Uh, you're doing um, Peter Jackson Peter Jackson one of the best things that he did is one of the first things I can remember of a blockbuster big budget something where he would give you some example videos along the way he would give you they're like blog updates of hey here's how the movie's going hey here's what we're working on we're doing costumes all kind of stuff it made a huge impression on me because they didn't have the movie done but they were showing you the process of it and I absolutely loved it okay that's all cool. I like it too story time is up Peter Jackson. Yep. Aren't they doing a miniseries for Lord of the Rings? They are. It's on Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Is he he's in charge of it or is he overseeing it? No. Uh, he's mildly connected, but not not in charge. Mild of sauce it. connected, like Taco Bell mild yeah. sauce with a cute little yeah. pun on it. You're saucy. <laughs> Shut up, pack of mild sauce. <laughs> Shut up, Peter. I'm about to squeeze your guts Peter out. Peter Parker picked a pack of peppers. There's only a couple of them in here, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's mild. I grab extras. Your friends. I'm gonna throw them in the trash. I even use them because I want to put them back. So. Think again. I'm sorry. So mine, the book, first book for me, and this here's here's when I made my list because we were picking three books, and I noticed you using a book you're reading now, which is against the rules, but that's fine. You I said it. I'm finishing it. So help me, there are books we read in 2021. No, I said books we, we read in the last put 12 it off. months. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not including my last three. Okay. So I'm using just 2021 because those are the rules, people, and I, I'm a rule. You're follower. definitely a rule follower. I've always said oh, that about yeah. me because I following the rules of the truth. So <clears throat> I'm cutting out the three books that uh, there's some, there's three books I read every year. I think I mentioned on the podcast before. Yep. Tell them. But uh, just in case, Atomic Habits, Never Split the Difference. Uh, I'm sorry. Atomic Habits by James Clear, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss and Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man by Manuel Alcho. Those are three books that I read every year and I read Uncomfortable Conversations two or three times last year. So I just, I'll reread those. I used to go to sleep listening to Never Split the Difference. I'd have a headphone in and just go to sleep listening to it. I just like skipped it's a brilliant. chapter. And go. I, so all three of those I'll read. I'm not putting them on this list because they're all timers for me as of right now unless I change my mind. But, um, but it, Speaking of changing your mind, one <laughs> book that I read for the first time last year was by Adam Grant. I never read anything by Adam Grant, and then I read one of his books. I think it was like Originals or something, and then I just read everything he'd written. I think he's written four, three or four or five books, and he wrote Think Again, and he wrote it during the pandemic, and it's mm. really good because he does hit on some practical stuff that we've all experienced in the past couple of years, but it's about, it's addressing like your mental blind spots, cognitive biases, and then like your thinking errors, things that you think that are true just because you've always thought it or that's way it's taught or you perceived it or whatever it was, the people you're around. So much of our life and our thoughts and our processes and what we believe is just because we've been around it our whole life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. <clears throat> we talk, like how do we get here? How do I, why do we and think it's, this? It's the same reason that every election, half the country is just completely dumbfounded that anybody would vote for the other person. And the other half of the country is completely dumbfounded that anybody right. vote for the other half of the country. Yep. And it's always these spots of green, uh, not green, there's green, <laughs> the green party. Mm. They're big contenders of, of blue and red across the country. And everybody's just like, it's baffling to them to see that anybody thinks different. It's because we grow up and we live in these bubbles, even as we, diverse as we think we are, yep. we're all pretty much in a bubble. And I think social media is helping break that with the next generation, but it's also helping 
create that with a lot of people because it you know forms our cognitive bias because we only hear the stuff that we agree with because that's how the algorithm works anyways so think again uh if i'm breaking it down to just like a core thing to talk about on a podcast with, while we're talking about five other books sure um he talks about being one of four different types of people when it comes to like our opinions or thoughts he's got the the preacher which is where you just promote your ideas and what you think this i'm just saying it I'm not asking for feedback. I'm just telling you what I think. They yeah. call that the preacher. They got the prosecutor. That's where what you do is you attack other people's ideas and thoughts. All you do is you come up with defenses for why they're wrong. And that's mm. not right. And that's not right. And yeah. that's not right. Then you've got the politician who really adjusts based on whatever room they're in uh-huh. and has no concern for what actually is true. We just kind of make up what we want because it fits with the narrative that we want. And those are the three. That's actually, I'll say it wrong. I think it's like, a, what's his name? Phil Tetlock, Tetlock, I think is his name, okay. came up with those three. But then what Adam Grant adds on is don't be a preacher, a prosecutor, a politician in this scenario. Be a scientist. And the reason he be a scientist because the 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 whole like code of being a scientist, the whole scientific method yeah. is about you don't know the truth. You think you know where it's going. Then you test it and you read and you study valid stuff and you hear different perspectives and then you come to a conclusion and you don't set that conclusion in stone. You don't write it in pen, you write it in pencil. And you think it and you can keep darkening that pencil, but you never write it in pen. And then you keep hearing other thoughts and you might have to erase a little bit or erase all of it. And you'd be willing to learn and rethink your opinions and how you perceive stuff based on new, better or differing uh, opinions or thoughts. And uh, it's, I have cognitive, I have all the things that I said are bad. I have those mental blind spots. I have all that stuff, ways I think, because I've always thought it. And I heard this saying a while back. It was, your first instinct is how you were, like, how you were brought up, how you are raised, how culture trains you. Your second thing, how you respond to that is who you want to be. You are not defined by your initial thoughts. You're uh, defined yeah. by how you react to those initial thoughts and what you choose your to do. Your response to it. Yeah. Yes. And so I mm. do my best to try to live a life that like, I'm going to think, I always joke around and say, of course I have the best idea in the room until I hear a better idea. Yeah. Then I, I hope I drop my idea and who cares if it was my idea or I came up with it or I've thought it for 20 years. If I hear a better idea, I want to leave that idea and say, this is better. Yeah. And that's, I, I work hard to try to do that. I'm not always successful, but I try to. And so that book encapsulated we it. I'm stick sorry. Like a, we stick a flag in what our beliefs are and we are completely... Uh, like unable to hear anything else. Yes. And now we're not fighting to learn to understand. We're fighting to be right or yes. to stay with what yeah. you think. And yeah. And when we hear yeah. another opinion, we're not listening and trying to see if that's nope. true. Nope. We're trying to come up with arguments and defenses for why that's wrong. Yeah. And I just, I, I'm, I'm kind of done having those conversations. And it's just, I, I heard it was actually Jordan Peterson. I saw a TikTok and he just said, stop wasting your time trying to convince people who don't believe like, Stop wasting your time with them and just turn around and listen and hear what they have to say. And then maybe that'll strengthen or change what you think. Yeah. But if you're not getting through to people, stop saying it to them. And so that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. It's called giving up, Neil. Giving up. What's your second? Uh, Simon Sinek. Because <laughs> Simon says. Simon says, uh, leaders eat last. It's not a new book. Um, I think it's been out for maybe three or four years. Uh, it, it is. So I've read this one a couple of times. It is probably one of my, so I have that mentality. I think about that phrase, leaders eat last from a very figurative, like if you have people over to your house, uh, I'm, I'm not going to be the first one over there for the, the plate or whatever, but the, the, 
the science behind it is actually a little bit. So he, here's what he talks about. He talks about how leaders and followers, the way that that is set up is actually more biological than what we think. There's a, okay, a leader or a, a pack of people who lived 200 years ago or 300 years ago or whatever, were walking around. The, the leader is the person who protects the pack not the person who makes everybody else do the things that they don't want to. And so he really hits on this thought that not all leaders are good. There are bad leaders. Are there bad leaders? Let's let's list out who the bad leaders are. Okay. Can we do that? Sure. You oh. start. <laughs> so he talks about the concept of like what makes a leader worth following. I wanted you to list names. You didn't. Red leader, gold leader. Uh, so what makes a leader worth following? And he goes through, he goes through a lot. One of the things I like about Simon Sinek, first of all, I still can't figure out his accent, but one of the things that I love about him is he talks a lot about the science of things, like not just Hey, here's my, here's my 21 irrefutable. These, and I'm not, I'm not opposed to those kind of things, but I think doing the study and the research about how we got here is really good. So he talks about things like serotonin, oxytocin, how those help us socially form relationships. And then endorphins disguise exhaustion, but then dopamine rewards us when we finish a task and how our physiological makeup actually plays into the way we follow people and the way we lead people. This is what, this is my main takeaway from the book. The people aren't tools. They're not there to help you get to whatever. Bad leaders view people as abstraction or an expense and dehumanizes them to be able to get something done and accomplished instead of that. So the the difference between like clicking on a social media project, a ju- social justice project and hitting the like button or actually going out and helping alongside those people. Those are two very different things. They both get a little bit of the same reward, which is a problem with society right now. You could hit like on a post that has to do with social justice and it will give you the same chemical response as if you actually went out and helped with the social justice project itself. So real leaders prioritize the needs of the group over their own leaders eat last. That's good. I love that. Book. I love, that's a great book. Um, I love one of the little mini tips that he has in there that I try to do. I don't always do it well, but whenever you're sitting in a group and you're in charge, like you're the, the person who can make the final decision, don't give your opinion or a hint towards your opinion or agree with anybody yep. until you hear everyone else's opinion. And then you ask questions to, you know, highlight different things people talked about because people, a lot of times, if the leader, I've been in rooms where the leader says something and everybody just kind of agrees and thinks, oh, that's what we're supposed to think because mm-hmm. they make the decision anyway. Yeah. And so, yep, there's good. That's good. Great. Good. Simon Sinek, love him. I'll read anything he writes. So my next one is called Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria? by Dr. Beverly Tatum. Have you read this one yet? You told me. I've got it on the list. It's so good. I love this book. It is, uh, she, she just, she is one of like the, you know, leading experts on like studying the psychology of racism. And it kind of addresses the fact that like, if you walk into like a, you know, a high school or a college, even college where, you know, there's different, you know, ethnic groups in there, you'll notice that like, oh, wow. So that's, that table has all the black kids sitting there and that table has all the Latino kids sitting together. And this yeah. is all the, the Asian kids sitting together. And then these kids are the white kids are here and here and here and spread out. And it's like, they start noticing that around high school, college age, a lot of times they start grouping together. And it's like, is this a problem that needs to be addressed? Is there an issue in this school? And she just talks through the mentality of what these young people have to go through living in America as, you know, a person of color and how they are trying to find someone going through a similar experience and how it it wouldn't relate if you're talking. It'd be like, 
I mean, if, if you're, you know, if you're a person of color, you don't need me to tell you what it's like. But if you're, say you're just like a, a white dude, I'm, I'm one of those. Yeah. Um, I didn't pick it, just for the record. And so, I know. I was like, thanks, Mom. <laughs> thanks, Dad. Sheesh. You <laughs> could have dated somebody couldn't in have high done school. Different, you know what man. I mean? You had to be in eighth grade. Um, so, <laughs> sorry. So They're um, not listening. Yeah. No, they're definitely not. <laughs> they're definitely, they don't have the app downloaded. Um, and so one of the things you could think is like, if you want to sit here and complain about your job as somebody who, you know, has to do what every, whatever the boss says, like you're, you know, whatever middle manager says, you just have to do that role every single day. Your frustrations with having to do that every day is not going to be the same as the frustrations of the CEO of the company because yeah, they have a different yep. experience, a different daily routine. They're in, they said people look at them a different way and it's, it's completely different in how they function. And that, imagine that, but you're actually born with that label and you're trying to find somebody who's going and they the didn't choose together. it exactly and they're they, they're going through this experience and i mean race is just a social construct we yeah. just made it up yep. yeah I, I heard i was listening i'm listening to a book right now and she talks about in the book she says this isn't dr tatum uh this is the book i'm reading now but she says in south africa there are no black people yeah there aren't it's not until you go to like uh you know United Kingdom or America, and they're like, oh, you're black, you're white. You're labeled yeah. automatically. You're, you're South African. No, you're labeled once you get there because yeah. that's how they've been able to say this is this and this and put constraints on people and divide people. And so it's just, it's a really interesting book and it's definitely at the top of my list of books I recommend people read. So I put that on my list when you when you recommend it because I, 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 I enjoy reading books like that, but I love the the analogy of it because yeah. it, it just makes sense. You can You can picture a cafeteria and why certain people are sitting together. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. It's, what's that one about the bus? Uh, the, the, uh, on the bus putting leaves on, I don't know what it is. There's one where you talked about move your bus. No, I don't know what it is. It had, uh, it has something about, Oh, speed. That was the, movie. No, <laughs> well, it was, it was, it was that it was the, the whole, uh, Oh, there you are. Oh, I'm here. Here I am. It was the like when when you when leaders show up. I forget what it is, but I, I it's been a long time. There it is again. I, I listened to it on four times. You're speed. About the energy could, bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, energy bus. Oh, uh, really? I'm sorry. Okay. Yep, that was it. Man, I was way off. Okay, uh, am I on book number three for yes, me? Yes, sir. Okay, book number three for me is actually three books. <gasps> I am doing my best to uh, get back to some uh, some fiction, and uh, so my three my three favorite books uh, from this this past uh, year. I've finished three of them. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. That's kind of a third. You'd be like, Midnight Sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twilight. Just kidding. No, I only have a certain amount of energy. for the, And so what is crazy? So next up, I have Goblet of Fire. It's telling me five weeks that I have to wait on the Libby app, but I'm, I got I to do a better job. I'm going to go buy it, whatever. Um, I loved these. And I am shocked that I waited this long. I really genuinely am. I have known a little bit of or known that there is a Harry Potter culture out there. But, um, I mean, what a what a writer. She's she, good. She, yeah, J.K. Rowling is, uh, she definitely has painted a picture. There are some themes that I've started to see in here that I didn't necessarily know, like trust being one of them. But more or less, what I love about this one, the the, the first one was was good. Um, the second one, it was I was interested because I thought, okay, wait a minute, these are actually more mystery novels. We've talked about that just in conversation between, like, where is this going? And then you start looking at it like you would a puzzle. 
I'm trying to put pieces together. I'm looking at things from all angles. I'll go, wait, what about that? When is this going to come back? Cause it almost all comes back into play. Something I tell my kids all the time when there's a, when at least a, a decent movie, if you have seen something in that movie, there's a reason that it was in there. There are very few throwaway scenes. So there are all these little Easter eggs or callbacks or whatever you, you want to call them that are in there. Um, so I, it's changed the way that I read these books. The third one is definitely my favorite so far. Prisoner of movies Oscar or Band. books. Uh, well, the books are all better than the movies. I know, but for, which, for which book do you like the most? The uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Third one, okay. Yeah, because what happens is it tended to break the mold a little bit. Yeah. They started getting out of the, the school routine. Yep. You know they're in a school. It's called Hogwarts. No, tell me. It's, I, don't, I don't know what that it's is. It's a school for wizards Her and witches. Her sister was a witch! <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of takeaways. First of all, I hate the Dursleys. With nice. an absolute passion. And I don't know. Keep in mind, I have no idea where this is going. So I'm approaching this with like whatever. I just don't want to see them in the Goblet of Fire. If they're there, I'm going to be upset because they keep making me angry. They don't, they're not getting any better. I'm not getting any better for having to hear about them. Better than me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, there's, they remind bought, me, when, me. You're, when you finish the series, yeah. there's a theory Oh no! About them, and I, I want to. I'm excited to talk to you about it, and we'll say I'll save it for the podcast. Remember, we're doing a follow up uh, podcast on yeah, Harry Potter. Are. Yeah, we whenever are. you finish. The- so so far, my two favorite characters. Oh, I like what you said so far. Hermione is definitely the smartest one in every room. She's the hero yes. so far. Uh, Professor Lupin and Sirius Black are my two favorite people so far. I'm three books into this thing. Uh, it takes me about two weeks to read one of them, and uh, and I'm reading them slowly. I'm not going through it, speeding it up at all. I want to enjoy the process. So I'm literally, so I, I sat down. So I'm thinking, is it the second book? Yeah. Chamber of Secrets. I sat there with my phone open, playing the audiobook with Cassidy in the room. We just sat there in silence, listening to this thing for like an hour and a half. I was walking, uh, uh, Sydney came through the other day and I had my AirPods in. I'm sitting on the couch, just staring in a dark room. She goes, Dad, are you okay? <laughs> like, yeah. Daddy's I, gone I, I somewhere. <laughs> Daddy's gone right now. Daddy is gone. Daddy's in Diagon Alley right now. Diagon Alley. Diagon. I'm so excited you're reading that. Like, okay. I couldn't tell because you were like, man, it's so good. It's on my mind. I'm like, you didn't are believe you doing me. That? No, I didn't. You really didn't. And not until like three days ago. I'm I, an actor. You're acting. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, if he's carried it on for three audiobooks, he's really dedicated to the job. I sure see him. But also, you said, like, I trust you. You read a lot. I trust you. You've never led me wrong. There was one time. Uh, but you've never you normally led me led wrong me. one time, <laughs> and I read it. and I was like, "What?" And you, and then you were finished. You recommended it as you started it, and but then you it were like, "Was I was in the book, and that book was trash." Okay. Can we say it? What name I, that was? No, it's probably not. Okay, all right, your third one. Okay, take us home, <laughs> so, tiny dancer. So I thought I would leave my. I actually, so I told you I read those, but then I'll throw in some fiction every now and then. Yeah, and. I guess it's four or five years ago. I read a book. It's called uh, Cuckoo's Calling. It's by Robert Galbraith. You heard of him? Gilbreth? Robert Gilbreth. No, Robert <laughs> Galbraith. Okay. And um, it it's like a, it's almost like a Sherlock, modern Sherlock Holmes type situation. It's called, the, the more books are written. And so now it's more like the Cormoran Strike series. Cormoran Strike is a amputee. He's a military hero. Now he does Cuckoo detective what? work. What's it called? The Cuckoo's Calling. C U C K O O S calling and Robert Gilbreth. Yep. Robert Gilbreth. <laughs> yeah. And so essentially he is a detective, a private eye and him oh, and he okay. hires on an assistant named Robin 
And then it just follows their journey of building up his practice. And, you know, a couple little things, like if I'm just being general, like it's, it's similar to the Harry Potter books, how it's got a running thread. It's got some relationship stuff, but it's not overt, like Twilight, oh, I love and looking in your eyes kind of situation. But you can tell relationships are building throughout the series. There's dynamics of people along with work. And then it ends... You saw it? That's what's up. Are you messing with me? No, I'm dead serious. And then at the end of everyone, it's like a mystery novel. Like there's little hints at the end that reveals something. It's for adults. What did you What did you just find out when you searched it on the internet? Published under a pseudonym. Yeah. J.K. Rowling's brilliant debut mystery introduces Detective Strike. Yep. Are you serious? Yeah. So I read four or five years ago, she came out with- No way. She wrote, you know, she wrote the Harry Potter series, which is kind of like her really- I had this goofy grin on my face while I, I was reading this. You're like, you <laughs> I was like, yeah, I really got into it. I love J.K. Rowling. She's incredible. Like, so she wrote the Harry Potter series. And then, wow. and like during that, she took like a little break and wrote some small stuff. But then right after she finished, she wrote something called The Casual Vacancy and had a lot of pressure on it because she wrote the pretty much the best-selling book except for the Bible. There's a picture of Robert Galbraith and there's her face next to it. <laughs> What's up? Mark Twain, baby. And so anyways, she wrote Casual Vacancy. It was okay. Uh, I wasn't crazy about it. It was all right. And then she, I think to take the pressure off of her upcoming books and she wanted to start a series, she yeah. went under this pseudonym and I just love her writing. And I'd only read that first one and then I like forgot about the series. And then I was like kind of exhausted from reading like prove yourself books. And so- there was a span there. I think she'd written five books total. So I read four of the books within like a month of each other. And some of them are better than others, but they're all really good. And But you shouldn't read them because there's cuss words in it. So, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm giving them a warning. This is your warning, Neil. Man. Velocira okay, okay. Velocirators. <laughs> so those are ours. So what do we do now? What do we do now? Do we 3v3 it or? Yeah. Welcome to the party, pal. This is 3v3. I had a lot of fajitas for lunch. Like a fajita. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Me too. I had too many chips. You can tell my, oh my brain gosh. is sinking into my back of my All right. 3v3. We each pick three characters, people, things, people, places, things, people, places, things. And we uh, we actually uh, compete three versus three. And Compute. then you guys you guys get to vote whether or not who wins on this one. So and You vote in the comment thread of our Instagram. Yep. Or no, is. no, no. Nope, nope. What is it? Patreon. Or Patreon. Patreon.com slash explain everything. That's correct. Double the money, double the fun. Okay. So uh, who would write your biography? That's good. Who would do it? All right. You go first. I'm going always. first. As always. So the first one that I think of is J.K. Rowling. I would, well, that, that would be my that, number one pick. That would, be, that would be incredible. Yeah, it'd be great. That would be, uh, it would probably be better than the actual biography itself. Okay. How about you? Number one. Uh, I go Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, he's dang. A, he's an incredible storyteller. Oh, dang. And he it. could, like, even my bad stuff, he'd be like, but if you yeah, think about yeah, it like yeah. this. It was good. It was okay that he shanked someone on the street. You know what I mean? Like, he always, <laughs> I, that's one book I read last year that, like, oh, the only man. book by him that I've read that I was like, eh, not for me, was The Bomber Mafia. And it was a good book. It was interesting, but it wasn't what I go to. My, it's like, I'm going to go to, what is it? Where, where I'm thinking, oh, Chewy's. Chewy's is an amazing Tex-Mex restaurant. Yeah. I'm not going to go there and eat the hamburger sliders, okay? It's not what oh, I go for. No. They're probably fine. Yeah, but you're that's not, not why that. I'm going to Chewy's. So. Talking to strangers is so good. Oh, that was really good. It wasn't his best, but it was really good. Yeah, so really good. What was his best? 
David and Goliath was incredible. Uh, Blink was in, I loved. Uh, what is it? Something about the dog. Don't walk the dog. Don't pet the dog. Something like that. Blink was. I like. Ah, nope. Best book ever by him. Uh, Outliers. It's the reason. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I held Titus yeah. back, even though he made it by like three days. Yep. Yeah. So. Oh, it's really good. So good. Yeah, it's great. There's another one he wrote that's really good. I've read everything he's written. He's so good. He's one of my. Him and Simon Sinek are my. I'll read any, anything they write. Yeah, I agree. Don't I'll, take him. I'll read. No, I won't. I won't do it. Uh, Dr. Seuss? Yeah, you can have it. <laughs> wow. I just think, man, like you can get some, you can get some artist renderings, yeah. you can get some like illustrations, all kind of stuff. Neil was a fuzzit. Who wasn't, was it? <laughs> <laughs> he wore his shoes Neil. on the bottom of his toes. No, it would go like it's a go. Neil, not much remind, rhymes with Neil. He's a We're big done. deal, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> he's, Hope that milk don't spill. He's been sugar-free since 93. Hands to yourself, <laughs> don't feel. <laughs> It might kill. <laughs> He's worth a trill. Oh my gosh. On, in socks and Did box. I tell you what my nickname was in fourth grade? Big deal, Neil? No. Neil the Steel Seal. I'm not even joking you. There was a kid that was in our class, was not all there. Sorry, buddy. And not you. He's the other okay. guy. Okay. You okay. You're welcome. Wow. You're, yeah. Go. Anyways, all right. That's my, my number two. You know two. my nickname in fourth grade, and I'm dead serious? TT. Wow. All my friends call me TT for really? for four years. And then I moved to Arkansas. Nobody called me that. They were like, oh, TT. I go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler doesn't need encouraging on that. All yeah. right, number two for you. Uh, I do Simon Sinek. It's my choice. Oh, great. Yeah. And he's going to incorporate Apple into it. Like, yeah, <laughs> he always he does, does. Every time. He's like, oh. Apple is not chasing. Does he Microsoft. do the audiobook for it too? Oh yeah. His his audiobooks. Him and Malcolm Gladwell's so are amazing. So good. Yeah, they're great. So hot right now. Number three for me would be Andy Weir. Andy uh, Weirhall? He <laughs> So dumb. Andy Weir, he's here. You can always tell the episodes where I'm losing a little bit. I'm <laughs> out like a psychopath. Uh he wrote The Martian, Artemis, a few other. He is a brilliant author but also extremely uh, uh, scientifically accurate. And that's what I want him to, I would like him to describe how pale I am in, in you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I've heard that song or phrase. It's a song if you sing it with really. <laughs> the Joker said it to Batman. Have you ever wondered how I got these scars? <laughs> yeah. I got on Joker TikTok for a while, like a couple days last oh. week, where it's just people impersonating Joker, but they're saying random stuff. Have you ever met Cash Fam? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Number three for you. Uh, Robert Galbraith. Oh, my God. He's a lot like your first choice, except for there's more curse words in it. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, kids can't read it. Not no, my kids. Not, not your kids. That's pretty smart. I see what you did there. You, you basically stole one of mine. And you told me I couldn't use Simon Sinek. So you stole two of mine. And then when What's... I said Dr. Seuss, you went, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody cares about dad anymore. That's what they say. The question on everyone's mind, will it rock? The answer is probably yes. I just realized. Yeah, what's that? You didn't say the Baller Teacher Playbook is one of your. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. I should have you, said Tyler Tarver will write you my biography. Hurt my feelings. <laughs> have you read my book? I practically did. I mentioned you 100%, five times. hundred percent. I yes. mentioned. I literally three times told people to follow you on. I still Instagram. have it halfway done. 
or halfway not done. I have it halfway done. No, it's halfway done. What's tricky about doing your audiobook is I can't quite get your inflection of your voice because I know you're writing it with attitude and I, and I haven't gotten all of it there. So there are times where I read it and I'm like, that's not what I thought. It are was you skipping say. the footnotes? Yeah, there, you have yeah, to, yeah I have, have to. to. I have to. Yeah. Those are tricky to yeah. The audiobook version of this is like uh, is okay. It's bad. So Will good. it rock, ladies and gentlemen? Dwayne the Rock, who will win in a fight? Dwayne the Rock Johnson or Gandalf? Uh, that's not the question. <laughs> what question. book would Dwayne Johnson read for the audiobook? What, so like they have different guests that come on there, like Morgan Freeman doing an audiobook. Oh my gosh, sign me up. But what book would Dwayne the Rock Johnson do? I think he reads the audiobook? Bible. <laughs> You got him and James Earl Jones all day, bro. No, I think that it's James Earl Jones and The Rock reading it together, <laughs> but they don't have a clear plan for who reads what part. So it's like okay, The Rock overpowering okay. him, but James Earl Jones being like, you're not going to hit me. I'm an old man. And, and he just like starts talking anyways. <laughs> and The Rock's like, let him roll for a second. But then he starts, and then there's like, probably by the time they get to like James, they're alternating every word as like a, like kind of a cop out. Oh my gosh. Is that it? What, what did you do? I think, I think he reads my book. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did you do the second half of so it? Because I've already read coffee. the first half. <laughs> first half by Neil. Great. I'll second half by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Footnotes by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Although the footnotes are weird. Oh, I tell people, I don't know if I've warned them, but I, I had at one point in, in the edition, I don't know if it made it, was like, hey, let's be real. Like, you don't want to, you don't ever want 100% Tyler. And I joke like that all the time. <laughs> it's a weird dude. So I'm like 40% Tyler in the main part and about 65% Tyler in the footnotes. Oh my gosh. I wonder, so what if he did, what is it? It's a GZNT, um, no, GZT. I, oh, I can't remember what the Instagram oh, that, account is, yeah, but the one that this Gen is Gen Z, Gen Z uh, translation. Gen, Gen Z, yeah, Gen Z, Z, Z New Testament. The, 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 my favorite one by far. That would be the one that Dwayne Johnson would have to read is that version of it. James Earl Jones reads the New King James and then Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, gets in there and he would read it. The best one I've seen yet do you was, call, was what? The best one you've seen yet, go. Is is when is Jesus wept, oh, and the good. other the newest version of it is emotional damage. I have not seen that. <laughs> it's the that's incredible. Best one. That's good. <sighs> I was gonna make a joke. You could, you said that James Earl Jones would read the King James version, so I called it the King James Earl Jones version. <laughs> and it's K okay to say K that because King James is not Jesus, so don't get on your high yeah, horse. Yeah, gosh. The guy who translated get it is off not, your horse. Get off the the horse is not just a regular horse. He's a very very tall horse. He's the rock of horses. You're going to hurt yourself. The rock upon ages. The Trojan horse, this thing in there. The rock of it. Every time, the because the, it mentions rocks ages. a lot. Oh, my it's gosh. Like, and Jay, uh, the rock's reading, he's like, can't move a mountain. Can't move me. <laughs> I don't know why he talks like that. I don't know why either. Oh, and every once in a while, the little, the little, uh, the little like translation things and footnotes down at the bottom of the Bible, Kevin Hart. Okay, I love it. Oh my gosh! Do you get it? No, no. Sometimes when we make eye contact and you're saying something, I mouth. And you're mouthing exactly. I what I'm mouth saying? what you're saying. Do you remember when we used to do that show NLC Live, and I, I do. would be doing it and you would be reading it <laughs> along with me? Do you remember that? Yes. This is I mean, it's a it's a slow burn, but I'm getting you back. Thank you for that. Getting you back, boy. Hey, guys, these are books you should all read. Uh, definitely go download the Libby app and uh, also check these books out. The three that uh, Tyler reads every year, I would also uh, highly recommend those. Start off with what, those. Do you have any that you read every year? The Bible. <laughs> it's a kid's podcast. Be careful. <laughs>
Have you seen those G.I. Joe <laughs> promos that they dub over and they make like weird noises and stuff? No. Yes, you have. I haven't. Where they dub over and it's like there's one and they clip it to where they make them do stuff. And there's like one time this kid's like, I don't know, they're playing with fire in a house and the guy runs in and he goes, uh, <laughs> and he does it for a solid 35 <laughs> seconds and the kids are like looking at him and he's looking back. It's funny. I haven't it's like seen G.I. Joe lib dub or something. I don't know. We're going to watch mm. it as soon as we end. I would play it, but they probably cuss. Don't watch it. Don't watch that, kids. Gosh. I, I spoke to some students this morning at a FBLA conference, and I was talking to them, and I re- was recommending – I was asking – I was talking about paywalls with regards to the creator economy because, you know, future business leaders of America. That's right. And I was talking about paywalls, patreon.com, slash so everything. <laughs> and I was like, does anybody pay for a Patreon? And one lady in the back raised her hand, like, almost sheepishly, and I just called her. I was like, what is it? <laughs> and she goes, it's a – it's a true crime podcast. Oh, I my go, gosh. I go, hey, I'm not going to lie. I don't listen to a lot, but when I do, I get hooked. I talked about, like, Serial Season 1. And then I go, also, Up Advantaged. I, I said Up Advantaged, and then I realize that this is a room full of students. And I go, I said, none of y'all watch that. <laughs> it has cuss word in it. No. So I'm off the hook. It's almost like one time I presented a conference, and somebody told me to give out this bag of, like, Asian Red Bull. And it was a literal <laughs> bag. And I thought, I don't want to do this. And so I didn't do it. And then his assistant ran up, handed me the bag. And I was like, okay. And the winner won the bag. And I gave it to him. I looked him in the eyes on stage and said, do not drink that. You said don't. I remember that. Do not drink this. I don't know where it's from. It could hurt you. The kid drank it, did not drink any water. All of it. And he ran around in the sun for three hours, yeah. drank no other water, almost died. Like, yeah, literally almost had a, it was bad. Like, I had to it was go. really to, bad. You know, was, you get, like, a box of wine. It was basically the same thing, except it was an Asian Red Bull. Yeah. Off-brand knockout. Like, and he knock drank off. it like it was a camel pack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was terrible. That was really I, bad. Like, if he would have died, like. That would have been bad. And there's footage of you telling him to drink it. Okay. You edited it. Telling him to not to Neil's drink it. Like, no, that was quick. <laughs> Neil turned on me quick. He said, I'm not going to edit In a court of law. Yeah. Well, your, like, mom, your mom has watched plenty of Law and Order, so you're good. Yeah, I'm fine. It's in the Bite Beyond documentary at the end. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen, I always think you talk about editing. Like, if I'm saying that, and he goes, me, drink this. Do Drink this. And <laughs> there's an old Simpsons clip, and I watch a bunch of Simpsons, but I remember one where Homer was in an interview, but there was a clock behind him. And they clipped it together to make it look like he was saying something awful. And they played it on the news. Ah. But you could see the hands like switching back and forth. That's funny. And nobody caught it because it's the Simpsons. Mm. And not real life. In real life, people would never blatantly believe a media personality. No, no, never. Never. All right. Well, I guess I've uh, driven our podcast in the ground. Thanks for coming to Dirt Chief. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with me? I've lost it. I had too many chips for lunch earlier today. All carbs. Hey, thank you guys so much for coming to my TED Talk. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Explain Everything podcast. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Explain Everything Podcast. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but you're already here. We love you. No. Actually... We're in love with you. (laughs) Thanks for coming to our TED Talk. Bye.